welcome back to the Rock and Roll With It podcast. I'm Sophia, and I'm here with my good friend Lacey. Hello. And today we're going to take you back in time to the best time. The best. (laughs) Um, Oh, man. You just can't get any better than this when you think about the tunes of our lives. Because we haven't been alive for that long. Um, But this was very, very good. So since this podcast was hugely inspired by our love for music and our love for Sirius XM's Alt Nation Emo Halloweeno. Mm. We decided to take you on a little emo musical journey. So strap in for that. But before we jump into that, I just want to check in really quickly with Lacey and see how you're doing. Oh my gosh, it's been like so long since we did this podcast and it's not like I'm ever truly comfortable with it but I totally feel like a fish out of water all over again because life happens and you know they don't know this the listeners don't know this but we've done like three episodes now that just haven't been great for one reason or another the audio the subject matter the way we handled it what so it it feels like we never really took a break, but I know for you guys, we've been gone for a while, um, and things just happen, and life happens, and so I feel rusty. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I think I just mispronounced a word, but I mean, whatever. Oh, I didn't but catch it's, it. <laughs> it's good. That's good. Yeah. I think it's just one of those things that I hope, you know, goes in lockstep with what we've always talked about, which is our lives are hard, and our lives are hard harder than they should be a lot of the time because we're alone. (laughs) So it's like, you know, sometimes we're going to be posting regularly. Sometimes we're not. Have grace. Yeah. We love you the most. Yeah. I think it's just hard. I think we were a little overzealous and that's, there's nothing wrong with that by any means, but we were just like so pumped up about it. We're like, we're doing an episode every week. And then the weeks like kept coming and things kept happening and like we kept messing up our episodes and it was just like, have you seen that video of the guy that's like, I think it's like a Japanese guy and he's standing between these two like styrofoam poles that are spinning, but they're at different levels and he's like trying to avoid them. And then he falls down and he like tries to lay as flat as he can because he's just getting beaten up and he gets himself like flat, but his junk is still like kind of up at him. <laughs> and so the poles are just going around and they're just whapping him in his balls. And that's what I feel like my life is constantly like, like I'm, a, I'm dodging it. Okay. This is cool. I'm working. I'm good. I got it. Oh God. I need to abort, abort mission, lay down. Oh, and then you just keep. That's how life has been lately. And then you don't even cover your junk. Yeah, and then your junk just gets hit over and over and over. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's that's where I'm at right now. How about you? (laughs) Also, same. Yeah. Um, I have never seen that video, but I'm going to have to find it. I will find it and share it with you because it is. Oh, my God. That's so funny. We've just been dealing with some like very busy schedules, some health problems for me and the kids and like trying to sort them out. And it's just nonstop stupidity, Mm. like doctor's appointments and trying to, you know, get everybody back to good. And we finally announced to family and friends that we were moving because I didn't want to tell anybody because 
there's a it's like telling people about a baby. It's, like there's a lot of expectations. There's a lot of questions. It's like, so true. I'll, I'll get there when I get there. Disappointment, and, excitement, yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot to to do. And I mean, this place is a is a trash hole. But I'm starting to get emotional about leaving because the the people who have helped me here yeah. have been invaluable. Like the kids' medical staff. Mm-hmm. They've been like my co-parent. Yeah. So thinking about leaving them has gotten me a little weepy. And, you know, you're just doing the whole, even at a base, you're just like ready to bounce from. Yeah. You still wind up having memories. Yeah. Like I had, Gabe was born here, you know, so it's been like a weird journey, but we're, you know, trudging along and trying to get our stuff organized. So it's um, chaotic and insane. And my brother has been out to visit a few times, one intentionally and one not, and it was sporadic. And so it was like, he was like, Hey, can I come over? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, mostly it was just like a heads up. Like I'm coming over. And I was like, Oh, cool. (laughs) Thanks. And so it was great to see him, but you know, like you stack so many days on top of each other like that. And you're just like exhausted. Yeah. Just toast. And so, yeah. And you know, for transparency's sake, for everybody that's listening, like I've had a few people message me and be like, I don't under, I would love to do a podcast, but like, I'm so nervous. I could never get over my anxiety like you guys do. And then I laugh so hard I pass out because (laughs) I'm just like, I'm sweating in my closet. Like, I don't know if you guys know the level of anxiety that keeps us from doing things in life, but it's a huge problem that we both have. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's a fully separate episode, Yeah, but like. That can keep us from doing things too. You know, too many days stacked up on top of each other. You get tired. You're solo parenting. You're trying to, you know, I love that meme where it's like, I heard lavender reduces stress and it's that lady that's like all the lavender. <laughs> yeah, she's like laying in bed with la- yeah. She's like a, yeah, like a field yeah, of lavender. You can on see top her, like, her and nose like, poking out and that's about it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, that's how I feel. Like I'm vibrating. I'm so tired by the end of the night that I'm like, I can't sleep and I'm like shaking and I'm in a ton of pain and it's just like stupid. So I really appreciate you guys holding on with us because it's hard. And I know that if you're in the trenches with us with, you know, military spouses and parenthood and all of that, or just parenthood in general, you fully comprehend like even like being an adult in the world, that yeah. <laughs> you're just like, Hey, I can't get to it. So we wanted to jump back in with something that we super, super love, and I am stoked for this episode. I am, too. I, I'm so excited. I am, too. <laughs> I'm so excited. I am, Because too. Lacey and I will get, we're the first people to get down on ourselves, and so we were like, we don't have the time, we're sucking at podcasting, all these things, right? And then we're like, we just don't have the time to podcast, and then we have this app on our phones that we use called Voxer, which I highly recommend for your mom friends because you can leave a very up to 15 minute long messages. Which we all know Sophia needs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. First of all, (laughs) rude. I love you. I love you. I didn't mean to stop your vibe. Keep going. Accurate. (laughs) But I love how it seems like I'm the only like the only long-winded one in this I I may be the only long-winded one in this closet but not on this podcast (laughs) touche but but you know what's funny is like 
I talk to Elaine regularly on Boxer and that's how we found the limit is because she just like was talking and talking and she's like, oh, it cut me off. And I was like, oh, I think there's a limit here. And I was so engaged. It was like, <laughs> I needed to hear everything that she was saying in order to like track where she was going. Yeah. But it was, she was like, oh, she, I, I didn't even realize I'd been talking for that long. Especially when you don't talk to another person for days at a time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just like get it all out there. But Boxer's great. And so we were talking back and forth about it, about this podcast and all of our favorite emo music and then we wound up going back and forth for like two hours so we're like I guess we can find time to do this podcast (laughs) we just need to make it yeah like carve it out yeah so here we go carving it out what do you remember about that point in time in your life because you're a little bit older than me yeah so what were you doing when you were emo so like and were you very emo yeah I was um I went through phases. Um, I was very punk rock for a little bit with, like, short pink hair, and I would, like, spike it all. Like, I I was, like, the obnoxious kind. Like, it was awful. My dad said that he, when we go visit him for Christmas, he's going to pull out all those pictures to show the kids. So I will have to, like, take pictures so that I can share them with you. But so I went through like the punk rock phase and then I kind of like, I feel like the emo like scene thing really started taking off after I graduated high school. So I graduated in 2004 and I think right around that time is when it really started popping. And that's when like MySpace was like in its prime Yes. And all that. And I was just a little too old for it. So I remember seeing, like, the scene girls and and all that. But I was never one of them. I was too busy, I don't know, finding myself after high school. Um, yeah. That's when Nick graduated high school. I didn't know you guys were the same age. Oh, yeah. I didn't either. For some reason, I thought That's he funny. was younger, too. No. Oh. I'm the only young one. Oh. Well. <laughs> I'm not even that young. Hashtag blessed. (laughs) So, like, I was never super seen, but I guess you could say that, like, I've always had, like, a a rebellious kind of attitude, and some things happened to me in high school that really just, like, lit that fire of anarchy under my butt, and, (laughs) because I used to be a cheerleader in high school, and then some things. Shut up. Yeah, I was a cheerleader, long blonde hair. What? Preppy. Oh, yeah. I was everything. And then I felt like I had a bunch of friends shit down my throat. And when I say friends, <laughs> I mean people that I went to school with from kindergarten. So, I mean, like, oh. small, ta- small town vibes, you know. And yeah. anyway, I just felt like there was a whole bunch of betrayal and I had to like figure out who I Those was. Those are like people you build your life yeah. with when you're that yeah, age. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I felt like I had to like rebuild and like rediscover everything that I thought I knew because my foundation just like crumbled from underneath me. And I yeah. went the polar opposite with it. Like I remember coming into school the year after like my preppy year and like chopped all my hair off. I pierced my lip. Like I was like... I, oh, I walk- you had a lip oh, piercing. Oh, yeah. I walked in with my middle fingers up, basically. Um, so I never really went through, like, the emo phase, per se, but I definitely went through, like, the screw you, 
I'm trying to figure myself out phase, if you want to call it that. So that's what I would equate it to for me, because like when the emo phase started really happening was when I was kind of going into the real world on my own. So, um, yeah, were you like when were you a scene kid? No. Okay. I was, I wore like the same thing every single day. It was not complicated. I wore jeans, Mm -hmm. um, and a band t-shirt of a band from the 70s and like a studded belt. Nice. And I had, obviously, I had black fingernails all the time and I had since junior high because I played softball and so my, uh, I was infield and my fingers were, fingernails were always like dyed with red dirt. So like even when they were clean, they were just dyed. So I would always wear black nail polish and then it became like the, you know, the mood. And I was like, oh, okay, that's, like, yay, now no one's gonna, like, no one's parents are gonna be like, oh, because it was always, like, a comment, you know? Yeah. And so now everybody let it go. Um, And then I had, I've pretty much had the same, like, style hair, like, really long hair. Um, That's pretty much it. It's been, like, all different colors. Um, And, like, my first day of high school, it was purple underneath and like blonde on top or like more blonde brownish and then by the end of that year it was like red underneath and like pretty like very blonde on top so it was like I was always somebody else Mm. like like to the point where Nick hit on me and thought I was two different people (laughs) (laughs) when I was playing softball because he he hit on me on the volleyball courts because I played with his sister Jen and then when I played softball, I was wearing a mask, so he didn't notice. Oh. And I was like, this guy is a blowhard. <laughs> but he has a truck, and I'm really attracted to him. But I don't know why, because he's an ass. <laughs> but it was, I just, that was, like, all of my pictures, I look that way pretty much. I will say a similar departure for myself happened as well. Like, ninth grade year, I was pretty still kind of doing what everyone wanted me to do. Same thing in junior high and then same thing in, you know, ninth grade. Like, I was more polished. Yeah. And then in 10th grade, I was like, well, that's the end of that. Yeah. And then I've pretty much been the same person since then in terms of, like, what I wear, except now I wear, I've graduated to leggings. Ooh, fun. (laughs) Just stretchy pants all the time. Comfort over fashion. (laughs) Yes. Oh, oh, yes. Like, that is something that another friend of mine had been saying is that, like, you hit an age where you're just like, that's enough of that. Yeah. It's so like, true. I don't, I don't need a waistband. No. Don't come for me. Mm-mm. I don't need any of this in my life. Like, I've even stopped wearing, like, a proper bra, and I just wear, like, nursing bras. Yeah. <laughs> like, the sleeper ones all the time. Yeah. Because I'm, like, I tell myself it's for, like you know, lymphatic draining and all the healthy stuff. But I'm like, that's not true. That's not true. No, I just just don't want to be like a prisoner to the underwire. No, uh -uh. I don't. I feel you. I wear sweatpants. I don't wear bras anymore. I don't care. I'm not going to be uncomfortable because my nipples make you uncomfortable. Like, (laughs) If you don't like it, look the other way. I mean, I'm not going to wear a white t-shirt into the grocery store and go... Like, go by the produce when it's being misted and then turn around and walk into the <laughs> freezer section. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going to white snake the grocery store. Yeah, like, I'm, <laughs> I am I think about it, but I'm not going to 
I think about it enough to where I'm not going to do something stupid like that, but I'm also not going to wear a bra. And, like, sweatpants, and, like, I dropped my kids off the other day at the school line, and I had no shoes on, and my I wore my robe because I was like, (laughs) I'm not getting dressed. Like, I I don't care. I will wear my, today I wear my finest yoga pants. Yes. And that was, that was great. They're like really thick from old navy mm. and green, whatever. But that's where I am in my life. Yeah. But I remember that departure and getting super deep into different music and just falling off the deep end. And it was the greatest. Like I was very into 70s music at the time. And then Nick's the one that brought me into the emo oh. scene because I was like... I was into Wolf Mother. Like, Wolf Mother is my jam. It was the songs that we walked into at our wedding. Like, that is that band is like me. <laughs> That's the inside of my brain. And now, you know, it, it like evolved into these other bands that I, that I love so much. But it was very, like, surface level when I was in high school. It didn't, like, I didn't explore that side until after I was married. Yeah. I mean, and it's okay because I got married at 19, so I was still a teenager. Yeah, right. You're still, like, I was, I had one foot in high school and one foot out of high school. <laughs> God. I was so much so that's older. Much it. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just mean, like, it's so silly when I think about it. And I'm like, yeah, I was married, but I was also, yep, yep, that's what happened. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> it's funny to think about that. Yeah. But I remember everybody wearing, like, I remember the trends being, like, people that were kind of marrying the ideas of like I felt like I was very rock you know what I mean like just very like like Wayne and Garth yeah Yeah. oh my god yes and thank you that's such high praise yes (laughs) I know where you're trying to go and I can see that was me yeah that was me it was not you know no fuss no muss no whatever but I feel like people were trying to merge like punk and goth and then that's what happened with email like they had a baby and like that style just came from that which is not to be confused with scene because I think scene was very bright it was like layers of clothing that were just non-stop and like do you remember the chunky pearls people were wearing with like the skirts okay so let me refresh it because let me I was like I said I was in the bars I was in the bars getting drunk I mean I remember seeing girls but like not enough to like recall so it was like the haircuts of the emo kids which you sent me this meme which was like (laughs) I'm sorry I'm so (laughs) funny which was like um the emo haircut is black um the black haired Karens of the world, which is accurate. <laughs> yes. But it was like that same haircut, but with like more natural colors, like very blonde or very brunette. It oh, wasn't dark. Okay. And, and then it was like a lot of teal, a lot of yellow. Okay. Um, and it was like skirts with leggings underneath like eighties. And then it was just like tank, all the tank tops you can imagine. I do remember the tank with, tops. Okay. So many tank tops, but not like one tank top, like all of the tank yeah. tops and then like a shirt and a cardigan and like a lot of like bracelets? bullshit jewelry, yeah. but like not just bracelets, like necklaces, earrings, okay. like everything. Uh-huh. It was, um, if anyone loves the Grinch, it was hideodorous, mm. but that was at the same time, 
that emo is popping off. So that was what high school looked like for me. And I was just in the middle Wayne and Garthing it. Yeah. So that's pretty much what what it was. And I was like, I don't belong here. So I'm going to go get married. Yeah. I was, I, I was still trying to, I don't know, like back Back in the day, and it doesn't feel like that long ago, but I mean, it was that long ago because you couldn't just get on the internet, really, and, like, search bands. Or, like, the iPod had just come out, and it was, like... Do you remember, like, like, not knowing words to the songs, like, having to look them up and, like, not being... Or not being able to do that at all, or, like, map questing to get to shows? Yeah, so that's what I was Mm -hmm. trying to say is, like... I was going to house parties and stuff at that point in time in my life when Mm -hmm. all this stuff was happening. And I loved going to house parties because they would always be blaring music and you'd always have like your token, like two or three band dudes just like standing around air air guitaring it and like rocking out and talking about it. And I would like be a fly on the wall, like trying to hear who they were talking about because I wanted to go to the local CD store and like buy the CD because I was really loving it because music just wasn't as easily accessible as it was as it is now and like it was like tangible yeah then. you would have to actually go buy like alternative press magazine to look up new oh. bands you know what I mean like it was just a very yes. different time and it was a tangible time but like to actually get new music and new artists like you had to go you had to go find it it. yeah you had to earn it so like I remember somebody was wearing an AFI t-shirt and this was before I was like really into AFI and I was like ooh, and I would like I would like write stuff down so that I could like go home and get up on my crappy dial-up internet and like try (laughs) to find the band this is when like LimeWire was big and you could like download all kinds of viruses to your computer but you'd get one song you know it was just yeah it was just a mess and like it took me probably a year before I realized AFI stood for for fur oh my gosh get me out of Louisiana (laughs) stood for a fire inside and I was like what like times are just so different now it's like let me google it or here hey Siri what was that you know it's just like yeah as much as I love the ability to like shazam a song and be able to go back and get it it's it is a bummer like nick and i were talking about that too like you heard a song on the radio and you would just die waiting until it came back on so that you could hopefully hear the introduction so that you could go out and listen to it because if they didn't mention the name then you were kind of just screwed yeah totally but that's kind of what we were i mean i was i was still in high school when all of this was in 2004 i was a freshman in high school. <laughs> so it's not like a, you know, we're not hugely off base for age, but they're very different in terms of like, you know, development. Right. So I was, uh, I was this grungy little kid playing sports and going to school and, you know, trying to do all of that. But that's what I remember with everybody, like the all black I remember guys wearing a lot of pink, like pink being like a thing that they could do now, like black and pink, especially. Yeah. I remember like some of the guys trying to do like ties, ties were coming in again. They were wearing girls jeans. Only. Because they wanted. Exclusively. Yeah. They wanted skinny jeans, but they didn't make them in guys or like in men's sizes. So like. 
the guys yeah. would go over and like wear the women's jeans. Yeah, and I remember feeling super upset about it because they were all so scrawny. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, great. Like, <laughs> I'm so glad you wear eight sizes smaller than me. <laughs> yeah. This is fine. I am fine. Yeah. Also, we match studded belts. Nice. Yeah. Did you also get your jeans from Charlotte Russe on sale? It was a confusing like- <laughs> time because the men were dressing like the women a little bit. Like they had the swoopy long hair and the uh-huh. skinny jeans and they everybody was wearing eyeliner and it was like, I don't know. Like, my sexuality is very confused right now. <laughs> it was so... <laughs> I mean, it, it really was wasn't, but weird, it could be. It, it could have been a very easy mistake. <laughs> <laughs> there was a very specific time where all of your couples looked identical. Yeah. Like, your boy counterpart and your female counterpart, you were just like, same, oh, same. so you guys have the same haircut and the same jeans, the same jeans. You guys are the, two of the same. same person. Got it. Yeah. Got okay. it. You guys share eyeliner? Cool. Pink eye's gonna suck. Yeah. <laughs> and I asked Nick, I asked Nick what he remembered about that time and he said, fingerless gloves. And I was like, great. I didn't know it made such an impression yeah, on Yeah, wow. I didn't even hesitate. <laughs> he like has a very specific memory for these like types of things like he'll be like oh yeah I was in second grade or whatever and he's like fingerless gloves like <laughs> like he had been waiting to say this for like six months I thought you never <laughs> ask <laughs> yeah <laughs> so he but and he was already enlisted in the air force at the time mm. while we were dating so it was funny because he would be going to like bigger shows and he would kind of like tell me and then I would listen or like love it or hate it, you know, mm-hmm. and then I would kind of go into it through that way. Like when he went and saw Motion City Sound, like he's seen so many people, Motion City Soundtrack. Um, and then he actually saw Wolf Mother Live mm. and just so many other people. And I just fell in love with so much of it. Yeah, It was just, oh, it was so good. I'm hope that we're bringing everybody down the nostalgia tour um, because... It's so good. You guys are going to have to jump on our Instagram and tell us what you remember most and tell us who you were when emo was a thing. Because while Lacey doesn't have pictures, um, I do. Because I found my photo bucket. Does anyone remember photo bucket? (laughs) And I emptied it um, because my relationship actually started on MySpace, fun fact. And he messaged me when I was in Berlin with my dad. Um, and he was like, oh yeah, I'm in the air force now. And I was like, cool. He said, I'm going to be home on rep. And (laughs) we eventually, you know, we got back home and we started dating and seeing each other then. But MySpace was the place to find other music because at that time you could be on people's profiles and you had like your profile song and your top, what was it like top Top eight eight or whatever. Yes. It was so good yes. and awful. It was delicious. It was. But I found my photo bucket of a lot of those pictures, and I am prepared to share them. They are Yay. unforgivable. I can't wait. But but I never grew up from the makeup. Like, the makeup just got worse for me. Like, I just was like, oh, no, this is good. And like, I just kept <laughs> diving. But now that I'm, like, have zero time, I look like, you know just all natural all the time. Yeah. But I regret it because I see pictures of myself and I'm like, that girl's getting it. She knows who she is. <laughs> <laughs> She's so delusional. I will be sharing that. 
Absolutely. Dude, she's wearing the hats. She's got the eyeliner. <laughs> yeah. She's good. Her hair is still, she has more hair than I have now because I've had children, but <laughs> she looks, she looks okay. She's popping. <laughs> <laughs> she's all right. Okay. Everybody, we are going to take it to OMG. That's so meme. We kind of forgot. So now we're just, now we're just going to throw it in there and go for it. Um, so the meme we picked out is, do you know what movie it's from? Sophia? I don't. I don't either, but it's Jonah Hill and he's all gothy and it's just... Oh wait, isn't it um, is it 21 Jump Street? Yeah! I think that's what it's from, but I'm not sure. Anyway, it says me, thank God I've grown out of my old music taste. And then it says, in quotation marks, Panic at the Disco starts playing. And then it says me and it is a picture of Jonah Hill and he is like super emoed out like eyeliner thick like it's it's perfect and it's so true because but I don't ever say like I'm so glad I've grown out of my music taste because I haven't like I still love (laughs) I don't know if that's like what that says about me but I still really enjoy a lot of the music I listened to growing up so Oh yeah, no shame. I'm not going. I'm not going to like leave it there. Why yeah, would I do that? Yeah, no. It's it's part of who I am. I mean, there are some things that I was like, mm, but I mean, it's, <laughs> I I would still jam out to it. It's just not my favorite like it once was, which is fine. It's fine. Yeah, no big deal. But like you know, on um, the emo Halloween like the day that they do emo Halloween, it's priceless. Yeah. It taps into something so wonderful. So why would I deny it? Why would I pretend yeah, that I don't like yeah, it? Yeah, no, I, I love it. So it's so pointless. Yeah. And so we thought it was really fitting and perfect for this episode. Instead of doing like our couple of songs for the pit that we usually do, we're going to do like the pit of all pits. We're going to do a mega pit, if you will. And we don't really like, there's no number. We're just going to start talking about music that we really love and really enjoy. And when we're done, we're done. But we're just going to, like, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There are some, like, bands that I have on here that I don't even super love. But I do remember them being beloved. Yeah. So I I have some on here that Nick really loves that I'm like, eh. You know, or, like, songs that he loves that I'm like, no thanks. Yeah. Or there's, like... (laughs) You know, you have, like, your whole band concept where, like, the band itself is just amazing. And then you have, like, bands that aren't great as a whole, but they did put out, like, a really good song or two. So it's yeah. kind of like a, like a melting pot of that because there are some bands that I really only know one or two songs, uh, uh, you know, by them. But they're, like, yeah. really good songs. And then... There are some groups that I like could sing every song they've ever made. So, exactly. Yeah, that's pretty much where I am. But I also have a question about some bands when we come across oh, them. Oh, okay. Because there have been, there's like a dispute about some bands that I'm like, I don't know if they're emo, but they're coming up on emo playlists. Oh, okay. So I wanted to hear your thoughts for some of these as well that I've written down because okay. Nick and I were kind of like, maybe this record is emo, but I wouldn't say that they're emo. So let's just see where we go. What do you have on your list? Oh my gosh. I have so much. Um, Same. I, <laughs> I will start out with like the ones that like really like influenced me and I'm going to go for like the whole band concept at first. And then I'll probably okay. hit like the songs that were just really good. 
But okay. for me, bands that were super important in my adolescence and my upbringing are brand new. Okay. I are they emo? I don't know. I would I would say so. And see, that was a thing that Nick had said too. Is there's like emo versus screamo? Like yeah. there's just like some like postal service. He's like, I would say postal service is emo, but I would not put them in the same category as the used. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I think there's like an there's like subcategory. Yeah. So I say they're both emo. Yeah. But different like vibes. Yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. Um, let's see who else do I have on the starting line. Like, they uh, <gasps> they meant so much. They mean so much to me. Like, so much to us. I, they do a Christmas show every year in Philly, and I'm like, you're a liar. No, I swear they do a Christmas <sighs> show every year in Philly, and I'm like, one of these years I'm gonna go. And they were just on. They did like so some dates good. on this on the uh, last Warp tour or whatever. So like every me? once in a while they will go out and they will play shows and I'm like ah I've seen them once and my friend Rachel and I drank a fifth of Malibu and we were right up front <laughs> and it was like the best time ever because Malibu oh. <laughs> thinking about it now it just hurts my stomach but <clears throat> I love the starting line. Um, Jimmy Eat World is like one of those bands for oh me my God. that can do no wrong. Yeah, but, like, I remember where I was when I first heard their song. Like, my cousin was taking me home from this, like, Christian coffee house that would let local bands come play there. And Mm -hmm. he was giving me a ride home, and he put it on. And, um, what's that song? Praise Chorus? Is that? Mm -hmm. I'm not good Mm -hmm. with titles, but he put that song on, and I just remember, like, in that moment, I was just, like, in another world. Like, it yeah. blew my mind. And I was like, I need more of this. Like, who is this? What's going on? And that they're band, so good. they're so good. And they've just stayed with me through all the years. And they've, like, their music has also grown with me at, like, the same time. So it's just, like... Yeah, they... I was just going to say that. Like, I think it always... Fits. Yeah. Like I just listened to Bleed I just listened to Bleed American um on the way home from the grocery store today and I'm just like I'm I'm never gonna outgrow yeah. this. I'll be eighty and well God willing and I will be loving exactly. this. Exactly. It's just so good. And then um another one is Newfound Glory. Mm, so they're good. Like, they're like the and they kind of fall into they're not really emo at all, but they kind of were like yeah. That pop punk, like Blink-182 sort of category. That was a weird thing. It's like Nick and I were saying that too. Like some of their songs are, but they aren't right, maybe. Right, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like they kind of maybe fit into that um, array of like pop punk emos. Because starting, yeah. starting Line really isn't emo either. They're pop punk. and Oh my God, they're so you good. You know, but they're just so good. I feel like all this music is just like, during like you know the early 2000s so it's yeah it's hard to say because some of it is and some of it's not and but it's all like within that time frame another band that I really liked was the format I don't know did you ever listen to them I don't know (gasps) I see and that's the thing I'm the worst with with I only know like I can sing songs fully Mm -hmm. but I never know who does them or what the names of the songs are. I'm I'm the worst. Well, if you don't know format, you'll have to. I'll have to send you some. Songs. I'm gonna write it yeah, down write right it down now because 
You know the band Fun? Yes. So his name is like Nate Rhesus or Rusus or something like that. Mm, yeah. He is mm-hmm. the singer for Fun. Well, before Fun got popular, he was the singer for the band The Format. And it's just like, oh, they're so good. Yes, definitely look them up. Okay, um, I'll put that down. As you're, as you're mentioning things, I'm ticking them off my list because I'm like, yes, oh, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so I could keep going on and on and on. Why don't you go now? And then I'll like do my list because I have a list on my okay. lap too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Fallout Boy. I mean, how can you not? I yeah. still love them. We just saw, I want to say just saw, but that's not accurate. I saw them... Um, Good God. It was the summer of the best shows of my life. Um, when we were at Travis, we saw that. It was the year I saw Linkin Park and all of them. But um, that was a f- good few years ago, maybe six or seven years ago. And they are amazing live. If no one has ever seen them live, it's worth the ticket um, because they sound identical. They are so damn good and they play forever. Really? So, go. yes, he sounds identical. Yeah. I, 100%. Like, so, so good because... And he doesn't, for people that go to shows regularly, you know, but for people that don't, it might be something, a bit of a letdown. Like when you go to a show and you listen to someone sing and they punk out on their high notes, you're like, come on. Like those are the moments you live for, you know, and they'll drop it an octave or whatever to make it attainable for them regularly while they're doing it live because it is really hard for them to do. So they do it in a safe, you know, studio environment. He doesn't do anything and all of their songs are so fast paced like I don't know how he sings as quickly and as well as he does because that breath work is not easy but he's amazing and I still love their songs yeah their new songs that they're coming out with Uh, I'm not as in love I'm not either I but save rock and roll yeah every like I will listen to it full volume every time and that was this um the record that we saw them live with so I was going to say Fallout Boy. I have a couple. I was going to say the can starting. I, can I interrupt you? Yeah. I have a couple absolutely. of fun facts about the Fallout Fallout Boy. <gasps> tell, so, pray tell. Um, we were we we went to what show was it? Hold on, not Real Big Fish. We went to a Less Than Jake show, um, long, long, long time ago back home. And when we left the show, they were handing out demos for Fallout Boy. And I was like, what the heck? And I put it in and I immediately fell in love and I loved it. But like also Corey's old band, Cody, they played, they opened for Fallout Boy a long, long time Shut ago. Shut your mouth. Yes, I swear. Um, and it's funny that Patrick sings all the songs because Pete hmm. Wentz actually writes them. Huh. Mind blown, right? But that might be the way, the reason why they're so fast is he's like, I don't have to do this. Yeah, so what does it matter? Whatever, yeah. I don't care. Figure it out. It's so Isn't good. That nuts? Oh my God. Okay, I just had to say that because. Well, thank you for yeah. telling me those things because there are just some that are just, they're never going to get old. And like when I was putting this list together, my brother was here and it was like the best evening because he was like, we just did a deep dive into a YouTube rabbit hole. And then we were like air guitaring in the living room way too hard while the kids were sleeping. It was the best. So fallout boy is just, I mean, you have to, if you don't love fallout boy, I don't know where the rest of your journey leads into emo. I don't know. Yeah. Because I feel like they're pretty 
integral for a lot of other bands. Um, a band that I didn't like then, but I do now. I like them more now, I should say. Like, Panic at the Disco, when they started, like, from gospel on. Yeah. I really like them. I... But I didn't like them in the beginning. And Nick loved them, and Ashley loved them, and I'm like, you guys are trash. Like, I love you, and you're my most important people in my life, but you're actual trash, and this band is trash. I've never, and never really I didn't loved, love them. Yeah, I can agree with you there. I've never been, like, really... And like he can sing, but I just oh my god, so well. It's not I, I don't know. Like I feel like his voice doesn't necessarily mesh with the type of music that he was trying to make. Do you want to know the weirder thing is huh. th- his voice the way that it is? I was down another like music documentary thing, mm-hmm. and they started out as a Blink One Eighty Two cover band. Really. Isn't that extra weird thinking yeah, about his voice being so dynamic and wonderful yeah. that you're a Blink-182 cover band artist? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Oh, man. Yeah. That's but nice. I like their new song. Nico loves it. The Dancing's Not a Crime song. Like, it's a good Ugh, jam. I can't stand any of their new stuff. I just oh, can't. God. I well, I stepped in it. I stand he what I, I said. What I said. <laughs> you swing and a miss. <laughs> I said what I said, that's and okay. I love it so no, much. No, that's okay. Gibson really <laughs> likes it done... too, but I just I can't. Oh, Nico jams yeah. so hard. We love it so much. Yeah. Um, but another one I loved that a lot of people didn't, which is another one of those like is or isn't it was Sugar Cult. She's the blade. Yeah. So good. I Memory, love Sugar so Cult. So good. Yeah. Nick doesn't love them, so I'm happy to find another person that does, because yeah. I feel like I'm always like, sugar cult, right? And people are like, Yeah, no, no they, <laughs> uh, they're in the movie, um, oh my gosh, I shouldn't even bring it up because now I'm drawing a blank. Um, Van Wilder, Van Wilder, aren't they? Aren't they part of that soundtrack? I didn't see that movie. You, what? I know. I'm the worst. What? Sophia. I know. Okay, guys. I know. That's the end of and the Nick's podcast. Nick's going to get really mad. It's time to watch the movie. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us. Bye. <laughs> oh, God. I'm the worst for yeah, movies, too. You... And Nick is such a, like, a person that loves movies, so I wind up neat, like, yeah. Okay, well, he just... that's just more reason to, like, bad. go watch it because... I know. I'm going to have to now. It has one of their songs in it, and it has Ryan Reynolds so in it. Good. I mean, like... Kevin. Oh, wait, you know, I have seen that movie. Okay. I have seen that yeah, movie. Okay, it's yeah. where they, like, fill the Ryan donuts yeah. with the dogs. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I have seen it. Okay, now, now I can't unremember that moment, yeah. and I regret it. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, yeah, but I always think of, when I think, like, a Sugar Cole, I think, oh, yeah, they were in that movie. So, sorry, go on. I digress. See, and I think Sugar Cole and Newfound Glory, for me, they're, like, hand in hand. Not necessarily that they're similar in any way, but I remember them being neck and neck on the radio yeah just very i remember poppy. them being like at the same time yeah. they were pushed at the same time yeah. i don't know how we've gotten this far and we haven't brought up paramore yes life changing yeah life changing and it's just nick and i were talking about this as well when we were putting this together is like we were saying that we don't we appreciate no doubt and we like no doubt but I do not like Gwen Stefani the way I love. Is it Haley Williams? Yes. The way I love Haley Williams. Yeah. However, she could have never been Haley Williams 
had Gwen Stefani not happened. For sure. I couldn't So it was like, thank you, Gwen Stefani, for doing what you did. Yeah. But, like, Haley Williams is killing it, and her voice is dope. Uh, So I'll never forget buying their CD on a whim because back in the day when I worked and I got paychecks, I would go to the CD warehouse and just, like, buy music to buy music. I Mm -hmm. had a giant collection. It was really bad. Um, But I saw their CD up, and it was, like, new releases. I was like, I'll try it. And I remember listening to it. It was such an investment to buy a CD. It really was. And I, again, it's like one of those times where like you listen to something and you just like, it's time stamped forever in your brain. And like, I remember listening to it and I remember telling people like, this girl can sing like this, this is this, like, she's gonna go places. Like, I feel like I missed my calling. I should have been the person that said, you're good. You suck. You have potential. Like a talent agent. Yeah, like a talent agent. <laughs> yes, thank you. But like I loved their first CD. I've loved every CD that they've ever put out. I really Yeah, have. I will say that some of them have taken a little bit more because I am so, I will admit, like I'm so married to who they were that it took me more effort to grow with them. Yes. I will say that. Yeah. But I still love it. But okay, so when she's live... She sounds identical and, and her shows, they have a half pipe and she runs that half pipe. That's the entire length of the stage, the entire show, Lacey. And she sings like she's running a marathon while she does it. She's a monster. Oh, she's not of this world. I have no idea how she can do this, but she, again, perfect. Yeah, she's, perfect. she's amazing. Never missed a beat. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. I mean... She came out in some weird clothes. Yeah. Like, she's a little eccentric. Oh my gosh. Eccentric. Yes, thank you. <laughs> she was wearing like boxer, like boxing shorts and like a sports bra. Yeah. And I mean, it's fine with me. Like, I don't care. But she was pristine while she was running. Like, all of us were just sweating watching her. Like, oh God. <laughs> and she could still hit those high notes. And we're like, you're perfect. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then 30 seconds to Mars. Yeah. It. I feel like they're still within there. Yeah. I loved The Kill, Bury Me, like all of it. Yeah. All American Rejects. I have set, that's yes. the time stamped one. Yeah. I was in Ashley's car, this beater, beater ass car. It was so bad that she went out to get parts of it fixed. And I remember her vividly driving up to, like calling me on my Nokia cell phone uh, and being like, hey, I need to drive my car around for a few hours. Can you come outside? And me being like, sure. So I came out and she did a loop and she's like, I can't stop my car. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And we jumped in the car and we drove for hours listening to All American Rejects. Yes. Like, it's so Was it the good. original, the first CD? The original. Okay, okay. I was just making sure. Mm-hmm. Corey just bought me that on vinyl to surprise me. Oh. I know. And the vinyl is pink and green. Oh, shut up. I know. Oh, yes. I loved it. Anyway, oh, my God. Yeah. I, I love it. So you give me some more. Okay. Let, give me some more. Let me pull out my list here. Okay. So you mentioned Sugar Cole. And when you mentioned Sugar Cole, mm. it made me think of another band that I really liked. But um, a lot of people didn't really love them. But I don't know. They were just kind of that weird, like, eh, Mest. Mm-hmm. Did you ever listen to Mest? It sounds very Top familiar. Top down seat back rolling in my Cadillac. 
Yes. It's Friday night. What's going on tonight? It was like Mm -hmm. super like cheesy and poppy. Oh my gosh. Corey's like, Mm. I hated them. (laughs) I, they were important to me for a little bit. So, um, messed. And then in the same breath as like sugar cult and mess, I also feel like we could mention good Charlotte. Oh, very poppy. See, and I don't like Good Charlotte, yeah. but Nick and Ashley, like, they're the same person. Corey, I don't understand. Corey hates Good Charlotte, but they were very important to me in a period of my life. And I have pictures with one of a, one of the Madden brothers. Like, it's, uh-huh. yeah, it was bad. Um, one of the Charlottes. <laughs> one of the Charlotte. yeah. Wait, yeah, one of the Charlottes. <laughs> when you said that, I was like, wait, did I really just mess that up? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Okay, um, let's see here. What else? What else? Cartel. Not very emo, but very poppy. Did mm-hmm. you did you get in onto the cartel train? I'm I don't think no. so. I don't know the song. <gasps> you I think if you sang a song, I would know. Again, I'm the they worst. They were kind of popular for a minute because they did this like Dr. Pepper MTV thing where they were locked in, like, a glass house for a month, and they had to write a record. While... Oh, my God, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That, that was Cartel. Oh, yeah, very... see, that's really funny, because I also never watched TV, so I must have come across it at somebody, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah, like they're... someone's house or something, but, yeah, yeah. I do vividly they're remember super... that. That took me back to a very specific yeah, memory. They're Weird. they're super good, and if you never really listen to them, you should. I'm going to write it yeah, on the yeah. list. Um, Saves the day was also oh and yeah. that is emo. So Nick wants me to bring up the fact that he loves the song Nightingale, and I just don't even care. What? I don't even care. Oh, it doesn't Do you not like, like Saves resonate the day with me at all. Or you just don't like that song? I think it, I just don't really like that song. Oh, okay, but he loves. I think that's the hardest part about being to people who are very in love with music and attached to music that are a couple because you're like. It's like your baby. That you're like, here's my like like my heart baby. Yeah. And you're just, like one of you are just like, I'm nothing. Stab. <laughs> <laughs> he does the same thing to me, and I'm like, this song. Yeah. And he's like, I don't. Shank. I, good for you. <laughs> Not into it. Um, yeah. Did you ever listen to the Get Up Kids? Okay, super familiar, but I wouldn't know. Oh. See, look at you. I'm the worst. Okay, so the Get Up Kids is like another very like emo-y kind of vibe. Um, Corey and I actually played. One of their songs at our wedding. Well, we didn't play. I can't play anything, like, instrumentally. <laughs> it was played at our wedding. <laughs> um, let's see here. What else do I got here? I also have, like, some harder stuff. Like, the Screamo mm. kind of stuff. Like, yeah. used. Mm. Thrice. Yes, also same on here. Yeah. Thrice. Oh, my God. We just got down to Thrice so hard the Oh, other they're night. so good. And their, oh, their artist in the Ambulance record is coming out on vinyl, and it is, like, a metallic-y, like, mint color. I'm so jealous that you already got your vinyl collection. That's, like, my next thing when we get to Travis Ugh, that I really I'm want obsessed. to get started. And, like, getting colored vinyl is the best best and it when you start your collection let me know because I somehow stumbled across this website and they'll do like represses and stuff which I don't care if it's an original I don't but so they'll do Mm -hmm. like represses and they do them in all kinds of colors 
And oh my god, I will absolutely yes. because that is something I really want to do because the kids love music so much yeah. and they love all of this music. So I really want to find a way to like have it tangible include it more. Yes. Yeah, exactly. We're trying to get back to all of that. Yeah. Where it's not just so digital. Yes. Like it's just not as good. Yeah. It's just not. It's not. Like it's it's just not as like we also force the kids to listen to commercials and stuff. Because we're like, you have to care about oh, it enough yeah. to want it again. Yeah, the kids, my kids are the same way. They're like, oh, commercial. Because, like, we have the cheap Hulu, and they get so mad mm. when a commercial comes on. I'm like, at least you get to pick what you want to watch. You don't even know. Exactly. Yeah, we do the same thing with yeah. um, when we play, uh, like, um, music on YouTube where they just watch, like, certain music videos of this. Um, and like, they'll have ads mm-hmm. at the beginning of them and they get furious and I'm like, suck it up. Deal this is it. the way that it has to be. Yeah. yeah. But we have, I have some of the harder stuff too. Like rise against gets played all the time in my I house. I never really got Savior, into them. Oh my know, God. Savior is the greatest. My Nico and Gabe jump off the couch and high kicks for that one. <laughs> yes. Swing life away is so good and like I always used to listen to it back then and think like like not really have any thoughts toward it but now I have so many thoughts towards it because I feel like life is too fast yeah it's too stressful like we were never meant to live this way anthropologically biblically whatever you want to call it like our lives were supposed to be smaller and now everyone is strung out all the time yeah and that song is just like so simple like we get by just fine here on minimum wage if love is a labor all slave till the end like it's just so good and it's so it just like slows everything down for me like I remember that time of being young and having so little and the people that I loved so much are still the people that I love so much today I'm so lucky and remembering like sweating in everybody's cars because no one had air conditioning and just loving you know saving all of your pennies for that record to just play it out in your friend's really shitty car yeah like it was the absolute greatest so that song does it for me too um oh man taking back sunday make damn sure i don't know if anybody doesn't love that song like come on which and (laughs) i'm sorry go ahead go ahead no, you're good. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to step on your toes. I'm sorry. Um, oh, no, you're good. <laughs> I was just going to say that um, I don't know if you ever, like, caught on to the fact that Brand New and Taking Back Sunday, like, had beef. No. And they, like, yeah, and I, I can't, uh, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have brought it up because I can't, like, I don't remember the beef enough to, like, talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but there, I can't, like... They were in a band together and they quit or like something about a girlfriend. I don't know. But there's a couple of songs. If you Google it. Very Yoko. Yeah. If you Google it, like you can find like one of them wrote a song and then the other one wrote a song to counter the song. Like they were arguing in songs at one point in time. Oh my goodness. Yeah. If you Google it, it brings it up because there's so much information about it. Not like the information I'm giving out now. (laughs) And you said it was between Taking Back Sunday and Brand New. Yes. You know what's really funny mm. on my list? Taking back Sunday and brand new are right on top of each other. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 
That's good. And then, but there are some harder stuff, like you had mentioned, Nick loves Under Oath. Yes, I have um, Under Oath on here. Yeah, but I have one, and I want to talk about this one briefly, because we just went into a deep dive just today, because Gabe wanted to rock out and it came up. I will always love Yellow Card. Always. I will always love these songs. And Nick and I were talking about how they had like three songs on that record that were hits on hits on hits on the radio. Yeah. Like people could not get enough of Ocean Avenue. I think it's like the other one is like say, say something or whatever. Um, and I forget. Only one is another th- one, right? Only one. Yeah. yeah. They were huge. And now they're nothing. Yeah. You know, and Nick and I were like, how weird is it? That when we, somebody brings up the starting line, somebody brings up Yellow Card, somebody brings up these bands that are not kicking around anymore, right? Yeah. And they mean so much to us. It's not like those bands, like these songs are not like take it or leave it songs. Right. Like anybody that was in this genre or point of time. Yeah. Yes. Is obsessed with it. And to think like, okay, I've got three hits on this record. I've at least got another one in me, right? Right. And no. <laughs> it must just be so weird to have a very normal life when people like us in our 30s <laughs> are like, oh my God, that's so amazing. Yeah. Like, it's not like a, you know, we're not lukewarm on these songs. So I always get so bummed, you know, like with the starting line, like, or with Yellow Card or some other of these people, like, like Sugar Cold. Like, what happened, yeah. dude? I was living for you. And they're just gone. Yeah, the industry that must is, be so weird. It's hard, though. Like, we have friends that, like, were, like, a sneeze away from being rock stars. And they were just like, oh, never mind. And instead of going with uh, our friend's band, they went with a band that you might know, um, Say Anything. Oh, rude. Yeah, which I don't like say anything. I never have. And it's not because of that, but I like, I just don't think they're a great band. But yeah, so they. Yeah, I know that they're super popular, but it wasn't anything that I can pinpoint and say yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I guess they're obviously not that great. But that was such an illuminating. So for people that don't know, um, Corey, Lacey's husband, and our ever. Executive producer. Executive producer. (laughs) um, Has a wonderful podcast. And it's called the Dot 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 Podcast. And he has an interview with said friend all about their process. And it was so illuminating to me. The entire, like, journey of all of it. Yeah, it's kind of like pulling the curtain back a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. And all I could think of was oh my goodness, like how close you're, like you're never solid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're always like on that thin line. Yep. Every time. Yeah. Every time. Even like, when you have it, how, you don't, like for how long? Unless you're exactly, Katy Perry, like, you know, you just. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, who, honestly, like I think I would, I don't want to be Katy Perry. <laughs> Ew, not right now. I don't know what she is doing with her life, but I I'm not here for it, so... No, no, thank Mm -hmm. you. But, like, it's so bizarre that, like, 
all the places that Corey played, all the things that he has done. And you're like, you're in the Air Force? Yeah. It's such a bizarre experience. So I'm sorry to take it on a tangent, but when I see these bands, I'm like, where are you? And it's so weird. Yeah, it is very weird. Well, what else do you have? Because I think we've picked apart almost all of my list. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, because there's a lot of overlap. (laughs) My list has a lot more. Um... (laughs) I mean, not a lot more, but, like, I also got into, like, kind of a weird art, like, I don't know, artsy-fartsy kind of phase with my music, and Mm -hmm. did you ever listen to a band called Cursive? No, I don't think so. See, there's probably going to be a lot of, like, no, I didn't, no, I didn't, because Nick didn't pull me fully out of the 70s. Yeah, that's okay. (laughs) Um, So Cursive was one that I really liked. Um, They were kind of, they were weird. They, they, were, they were weird, but cursive. And then I got into, like, the dancey kind of electronic pop, sort okay. of, like Head Automatica Mm-mm. and Branston. Those are really, no. they're really good. They're, like, poppy, but, like, with dancey, like, Franz Ferdinand. Okay, oh, my like, God. Nick loves Franz Ferdinand, and I do not like them. What? It is a point of soreness oh, in our relationship. No. I do not like Franz oh, Ferdinand. that's unfortunate. I actually mockingly sing them anytime anything comes on at all times. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> uh, Jack's Mannequin and Something Corporate oh, yeah. are yes. very important to me. Something Corporate is actually the very first one on my list. Yeah. And Dashboard Confessional is like very, yes. in my mind, it's very similar. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, who else do I have over here? Alkaline Trio. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. We didn't even mention AFI formally, even yeah, though we talked about AFI, it. AFI. I yeah. still have them on my list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Weezer. Okay. That's a question because Nick is a huge Weezer fan. I would dare to say that Nick is the biggest Weezer fan that I know, and he's he's seen them as well. And I don't know that they're emo. Nick and I were talking about it. We're like, we don't know if they fall in. I think some of their songs might, but I don't know. I don't know. I think I think they do just because of... The timing? I think the timing is pretty good, yeah. But But then at that same point, it's like, is Green Day emo? I think some of their songs are. I think a lot of their American Idiot stuff is very emo. Yeah. But I wouldn't call them emo as a full. Like, I don't know if Blink is emo, but Plus 44 is emo. Yeah, that's very true. They're more like indie, I would say. Weezer. Yes, that's a perfect. They're not now. I would totally call them that. Yeah. At that point in time when Pinkerton and the Blue Album were out, they were more indie. Mm. I would agree with that. So that's kind of like And that's a perfect classification. it's like a weird loophole, sort of. Um, Mm -hmm. Goldfinger, they're not emo, but again, it was that timing where Mm -hmm. they, they kind of paved the way for a lot of pop punk bands so I feel like they're really important to mention and John Feldman who is the singer for Goldfinger um actually signed and got the used started and now he Mm. he um plays for Blink-182 he produces them he um is it I think he does helps with five seconds of summer like I mean he is like man they're another band that's gone weird yeah he's all over like the pop punk kind of scene um so i feel Mm -hmm. like they're important to mention um we also already talked about blink and they're kind of that weird spot um yeah the almost okay my brother loves the almost and he was like please mention it and say that i that i love the almost and i was like okay fine i never 
Like, it kind of washed over me. Oh, really? I don't think I gave it enough of a chance. I think you might need to revisit that because... I agree. It's at least their first album. I know that they... He actually, they just released another one. Really? So, yeah, I don't know how many that is now, but the very first one they put out is very... Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Bayside just released new music, too. It was the song called Mary, and I actually really like it. Uh, I never... that Like, people are still coming out with music. I've never, never really... Li- like, I can't remember ever listening to Bayside. Um, I really like this song. I think Story you should, you should give year. it a listen. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Um, Armor for Sleep. I don't know. Oh, they're good. If you never listen to them, I would listen to them. Here we go. Uh, adding it on. Coheed and Cambria. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm not a fan. What? <laughs> I know I'm the worst. Oh, no. Yeah, you are. It's his, Goodbye. It's his voice. It's his voice. Exactly. I can't get over it. It gives me a, it, it gives me a migraine. Oh, that's sad. I can't. I, I can't. But, like, I think Coheed and Cambria also remind me of... Motion City soundtrack. Yeah. Like, they were those ones that were at the same time and same vibe for yeah. me. But I love Motion City. Yeah. And I don't really like Coheed. Yeah, that's sad. Nick does. So I know. Everyone. I'm, I'm the odd man out that's all the okay. time. <laughs> um, the rest of my bands, they're not necessarily, like, emo. They're just kind of, like, pop, pop punk, screamo, sort of. Uh-huh. Um, I've got Midtown. Okay. So good. I don't know if you ever listened to them, but they were really good. Um, did you ever hear Snakes on a Plane? Yes. Okay, so that was Cobra Starship. The singer yes. of Cobra Starship was also the singer of Midtown. Gabe oh. Sports, Supporta, Supporta, I don't know. Corey has a, used to have a big old guy boner for him. Um, <laughs> Finch. Accept- yes. Yeah, they were really good. Acceptance. Did you ever listen to Acceptance? I don't, I don't okay, think so. Okay, out of all the bands I've listed, write okay. this one down and, like, circle it because they Ooh, are okay. so good. Did you ever listen to Amberlin? Oh, are you? Okay, okay, first of all, you just hit a really deep nerve because yes. Okay, if you like Amberlin, you have to listen to Acceptance. Same, oh, same, man. same. So good. Yeah. Amberlynn is so yeah, good. Yeah, I love, love, love Amberlynn so much. Um, and then I have A Day to Remember. Mm-hmm. And then Butch Walker. Have you ever listened to any of Butch Walker's stuff? I don't think so. Okay. There's so many things I have to do. I'm leaving here with homework. Butch Walker. If you've heard a pop song in the last five years, ten years, he has probably had his hands on it. He has a really interesting story. He, like, long, uh-huh. long time ago, like, tried to do, like, a 80s or 90s uh, rock band. I don't know. Corey really, like, knows him and loves him. Uh-huh. Did, have you heard of The Marvelous Three? No. Okay. You need to write that down because this was one of his bands. <laughs> and the okay. song is called Freak of the Week, I think is what it's called. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. But that's really good. But Butch Walker is... He's kind of iconic, but he's, like, underground iconic. Like, he writes Mm -hmm. songs for Pink. So he's, like... Oh, okay. He's, like... He's no joke. Um, He's definitely one to look up. And then um, I had to mention Andrew WK because he follows me on Instagram. He literally is the greatest. (laughs) Is he? Like, I love his... 
like quotes that he puts on Facebook. Yeah. They're so cute. They're always about partying and it's yes. always like even though some parties are hard and they get you down, other parties are great, guys. Party <laughs> like it's like very Wayne's world again. Yeah. Like party on. Live your life. Yes, he was super important to my party time. Like <laughs> he came out when I was going to house parties and when that song came on, it was like time to It's literally rage. still good. Yeah, it's still yeah. so good. Like he's the best. Um, yeah. There was something else I was going to say, and I don't remember. Oh, yeah. There's a video going around of, like, the crazy Christians, like, when they, like, do the whole body shake thing, like, the, oh, you, you yeah, know yeah, what I yeah. mean? And it's this mm-hmm. guy, and he takes, a, it's like the preacher, and he takes a microphone, and it's dubbed with Andrew WK, and it's like, when it's time to party, we will party hard. Oh, yeah, I've seen and it. And then it has all the church people, and it looks like they're just, like, rocking out to Andrew WK. It, I mean, oh, it cured my depression for, like, a week straight. Like, it, <laughs> it was the best thing ever. I was like, man, I don't feel, I feel sad, and I'd pull it up. I would laugh so hard that, like, I would do the terrible laugh where you're just like your mouth is open and there's nothing coming. Where you can't breathe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That was me for a little while with that. And then I have one more song. Did you ever get into the Spilled Canvas? No. Oh, they have one song. Do I need to add it too? I don't know anything. They they only have one song that I know and it's called, yeah. So, but they have one song that was really good and it's called All Over You. Oh. So, yeah, all over you. It's, it's so good. I feel like there's someone else, but probably not. I mean, I feel like we've talked about all I'm of looking, the bands. I think, like, I'm seeing all of mine are pretty much done. Oh, Hawthorne Heights. Oh, God, no. How did we not mention Hawthorne no, Heights? No, don't talk to me about that trash-ass band. I don't. Okay, I'm glad that you said that because I don't like Hawthorne Heights, but I got, like, really really eviscerated by no, my brother they're, and nick they're garbage i don't they're, i did not he's I don't. a very tone deaf like there are a few bands out there where their singing is like oh, like it's kind of mm-hmm. like taking back sunday is like borderline like the way he sings isn't great but it works hawthorne heights mm-hmm. he can't sing great oh yeah and their music is shit like they're just a shit <laughs> band I hate people are going to freaking come cancel at us. me. Hawthorne Heights <laughs> is trash, and if you think they're not, we don't need you around here anyway. <laughs> oh, that's uh, goodbye. Such a dog shit thing to say. <laughs> oh god! You know well, how if I we're do. at the end, if we're at the end of this, I have to give a shout out because we did promise. Well, and by we, I mean Nick asked for a song, and you said yes. So now I have um, to bring it up. I don't even remember what I said yes to. Okay. Let's oh, the fact that Nick gets to add a song to the email. Yeah, I just don't remember hit. what song it was. Oh, he didn't choose until like just now. Um, of he wanted to choose "Save the Day" Nightingale, and I was like, "We're not doing that." Yeah. And he's like, "But it's my song," and I was like, mm, "But it's my." Podcast? I don't want you to embarrass yourself. No, thank you. And he chose plus 44, No It Isn't. Mm. And I don't know, do you know Mm-mm. their album very well? No. Oh, my God. Listen to it fully. It's so good. This song um, starts off with, this isn't just goodbye. This is I Can't Stand You. This is where the road crashed into the ocean. Like, it's so emo mm. and so good. But some of their songs on that album are so amazing. And I remember... Everything about where I was in that time. Nick and I were engaged. I was planning my wedding. 
he was living in DC, I was living in LA. I was driving around in like the dusty roads of Acton, which is like horse country. It's like the middle of nowhere. There's like all 10 people that live there. And my <laughs> half of them are my family. And it's such a beautiful like desert. Like if you think of like John Wayne tumbleweeds, like that's where we're from. Oh. And um, I remember listening to that, but I remember funny things about that record that they came in different colors. So I think Nick had a pink one and I had a blue one or vice versa. But so we were like curious if they were going to be the same or like if they were going to include different tracks. Mm -hmm. And then I remember being let down that it was just colors. (laughs) But that was his contribution. There you go, Nick. Love you the most. Plus 44. No, it isn't. So I think we've pretty much, I think this was pretty inclusive. Yeah. Like, I think we did a good, good, solid deep dive. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, we could, I could definitely keep going, ooh, ooh, and, and, but I mean, we have to end it at some point in time. Yeah, Yeah. but like, and, and what? I don't know. Oh, like when you were talking about plus 44, I was like, oh, duh, boxcar racer. Oh, duh, boxcar racer. Yeah. (laughs) So like, I mean, it all like. Probably slowly, like I'll be laying in bed tonight and right mm-hmm. as the time change is happening, I'll wake up and I'll be like, ooh, and, then, and, and think of oh, something shoot. else. The lightning then, will come for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that for days I'll still be probably thinking of stuff, but that's okay. Probably. Well, yeah. that's the good thing about this subject is we can always come back to it and I then know. we can even come back to different bands and talk about the songs from each of them yes. because let's be honest, there are so many of them that we love. Yeah. So so many of Not their songs. Not a bad idea. I like it. These are some good options yeah. here. So, guys, jump on our Instagram, which is Rock and Roll With It Podcast, and let us know who you were when the world was emo and what you were listening to then and what you love now. What did you love then that you don't love now? What's grown with you? Tell us all the jams that we didn't mention that we should be yeah. listening to yeah. or like... All of the things that also touch your heart and stamped your life. Like, all the things that we were talking about. Like, I know where I was when this happened. Tell us all of that. Because the point of this podcast was to create a community because we're both feeling like we're floating away from our community Uh and our lives in general. So, we're trying to help ground ourselves by starting a community. So, reach out to us. Be friendly with us. Because that's the point of this whole thing. Because, I mean, we're already friends. Yeah. We need more of you. Yeah. <laughs> Please be our friend. <laughs> we're not desperate we're or the... anything. <laughs> <laughs> Share it with people that you love so that we can create this awesome, awesome community together so that nobody has to feel like they're alone. Because that's been the thing that's been uh, a topic of conversation. Nick has been coming home and saying things like, this person feels really disconnected and this person feels disconnected. And I've, I've tried to mention, you know, and I've had other people say like, Oh, I told them to listen to your podcast or so many other people are trying to like spread it out. And it's not been in a, it's was fully organic, which made me feel so happy that when they did that and other people were like, Oh my God, that's exactly how I felt. And I thought it was alone. I was like, Oh yay. Because all of us are feeling this way and we're trying to wizard of Oz this and just say, this is really freaking hard and let's, you know, dive into that and also just 
share all the good stuff that we don't get to share with anyone else because I don't know very many people who are as weird as us. So if you are as weird as us, please speak up and raise your hand. Yes. Oh, oh my God. I cannot believe what we just did. Unforgivable. Did you know we didn't mention my chemical romance? <gasps> no. Because I was just going to say, come to the Black Parade with us. Yeah. And then we didn't mention oh, it. And, and they just announced that they're getting back together. Like, we have failed our life's mi- mission. Oh, I can't even talk. I almost God. said our life's mention. Okay? Like, just shut up. Life's well, mission. Well, now I'm, like, really sweating, and I feel like this... Like, whoa, I'm sick. <laughs> We're not good at anything we do. <laughs> oh, my God. I was just going to say, let it, you know, raise your hand and let us know if you want to come to the Black Parade with us. And then, like, we didn't even mention it because we're throwaway people. Yeah, they would be like, what are you talking about? Oh, uh, you know what else we didn't mention? Add it to the list. Let's, since we're here talking about how bad we just messed up, let's keep going. <laughs> um, yeah. The emo's not dead guy. He is a real um, pillar in my marriage. He... Matt Cutshall yes. or Cutshall Cut, or Cutshall, whatever. Cutshall, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he... He's amazing. Oh, he's great. So, yeah, you guys have to look him up. I think he does most of his stuff on Facebook, but I also think he has a YouTube. Um, he yeah. makes the most amazing epic emo's not dead videos and yeah he's coming out with merch now and like mm. oh it's a can confirm he's the best it's and the, the funniest thing was Lacey had sent me a video of his that he does because in these videos he torments his girlfriend and um Lacey had said look at this guy like he's doing all the music that we love and he's so goofy and he sent it to me or she sent it to me and Nick just started laughing and I was so annoyed because I am that girl and Nick is that guy in real life, <laughs> minus the wigs, because there are literally times when we're driving and he just cranks up Blink as loud as he possibly can. And he's just starts screaming like, hello there. And I'm like, I'm just trying to drive. I'm just trying to drive like or like she's like open the car door or whatever. Yeah. I'm just trying to do the thing <laughs> in the middle of a conversation, and he just does this. Like it's maddening because I'm living that life, but I love these so much. But I love that when I told Lacey that, and Nick was like, "Oh yeah, I do this to Sophia all the time. I ruin her life all the time." And Lacey responded with, "I have spare money f- for wigs if you'll record it." Yes, it's so true. <laughs> I will. I will make that happen. Oh, it would be the oh, best. There, um, you know what I'm going to have to find? I'm definitely going to have to find the pictures that I took. where Because my hair, if you guys don't know, is super, super long. Like, it's, like, down to my butt. And I've actually, like, thrown it over Nick's head. And he's made emo <laughs> hair to take pictures. I'm going to have to find that. Do it. Yes. Oh. <laughs> it's so amazing. He's just, like, wearing my ponytail. And it's super funny because... He is a ginger, and my hair does not look like it belongs no. on him, so it's extra <laughs> fantastic. Oh, that's amazing. Ugh. Yeah, so... Man, we're just messing up left are. and right, but but it's fine. This is just who we are. Yeah, it's fine. And we're not really trying to change it, so... No, not at all. Sucks to suck, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yeah, it does, doesn't it? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it, it really, really does. 
Oh god. I guess that's well, it. I think let's that's stop the end of yeah, it. Yeah. Let's, let's stop sucking and saying we suck and sucking and and all that. So let's just like stop before we keep digging ourselves into that hole. Yeah. Let's just cap the hole right let's, off right now. We're let's fine. Just do it. Yeah. So guys, <laughs> until next time, do your best, try your hardest, and rock and roll with it. <laughs>